lawyers are notoriously terrible communicators. Like they're working the file, they're doing all this stuff. But I think that the culture of being an attorney is just like, oh, I have time to go to this hearing and this deposition, file this thing and draft this, that we're never actually telling the client what we're doing. And that was a big disconnect, right? Because you're getting calls from a client saying, I haven't heard from you in two months. What are you doing? You know, nothing's happening in my case. Well, actually, a lot is happening, right? So we've set up systems that make it super easy and simple for our team to communicate with our clients. Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the IMCO podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today, Brittany Alexander of Premier Property Law and the Modern Professional Podcast. Brittany, super excited to have you on the show. Thanks, Gresh. Excited to be here. Yes, I love everything that you're doing. And before we jumped into the interview, I want to read a little bit more about Brittany so you can hear about some of those awesome things that she's doing. And Brittany Alexander Esquire, founder and CEO of Premier Property Law and the host of the Modern Professional Podcast, is revolutionizing the virtual practice of law and teaching other professionals how to create seven-figure businesses with the power of personal branding and content creation. She launched her firm as a one-woman show in October 2020 and signed 100 clients within her first 100 days. And through her strategic use of social media platforms like Instagram, she grew her company to $1.78 million in year one with an advertising budget of zero. Brittany, excited again to have you on the show here about all the awesome things you're doing. Are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? I sure am. Let's get it started then. So to kind of kick everything off, I wanted to rewind the clock. I know I touched on a little bit here, a little bit more on how you got started, what I call your CEO story. So I actually got started. I mean, you know, I'm a lawyer, right? So it goes all the way back to law school when I had no idea what I was going to do. I joined a big firm out of law school. They had a really big insurance defense division, if you will, department. And I'd never read an insurance policy before and never even really knew anything about property insurance. But I kind of fell into handling these insurance defense cases, quickly learned that working for the insurance companies is absolutely no fun. It was just draining and exhausting. And I felt like I wasn't really doing the good that I had set out to do when I actually started going to law school. So I flip-flopped, went to the plaintiff side and loved it. It was amazing. It was so much fun. I love working for the homeowners and property owners. And I actually, I got pretty good at representing them and knowing what, you know, the intricacies of insurance law was. So after some time doing that on the plaintiff side, working for another firm, I started thinking to myself, you know what? I've always had an entrepreneurial spirit. I've always wanted to have my own business. And it kind of came to me and my fiance nudged me a little bit saying, Hey, open your own law firm. You could do this for yourself. So a little bit before that, about three months before I started marketing myself on social media. So I started posting videos about like, what happens if your roof is leaking and how do you report insurance claim? Like not sexy stuff at all. But I started to get a lot of traction. There was not a lot of people talking about this on social media at that time. It's about June, July of 2020. It got such great traction. I started bringing in leads. Three months later, I opened my own firm, October 1st, 2020, almost two years ago. 
Nice. I absolutely love that. And especially to hear, you know, I think so many times we don't hear like the behind the scenes of, you know, everything that leads you to the success. Obviously, it wasn't like in 2020, you had the expertise and knowledge, you already already built that up. And you had those experiences and found out what you didn't like to do as much as sound and sound out what you love to do. And then you were able to kind of lean into that and be able to kind of share your insight, the knowledge, the expertise that other people can kind of hit the ground running with. Exactly. Awesome. 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 So I wanted to, to drill down a little bit more, hear a little bit more on how you serve your clients. I know you touched on it a little bit, but also I wanted to hear a little bit more about your podcast too and what you're doing to kind of help support your audience there. Right. So I kind of feel like I have two businesses and I kind of do at this point. So my law firm, Premier Property Law, we help homeowners and property owners when their insurance companies don't pay or don't pay enough to repair their home after damage. So there's a, you know, a storm or a tornado or a fire or a leak or something happens where they need repairs done. The insurance company, you know, tries to lowball them or just says, hey, you know what, we don't think we have to cover this at all. But we think there's coverage and we think they need more money. We'll go forward in the claim and the lawsuit to get them compensated for that loss. So that's how we help homeowners and property owners on my law firm side. So like I touched on a little bit before, a few months before I started my own law firm, Premier Property Law, I was marketing on social media. So I kind of like, you know, pandemic, not a ton of things to do, tons of time, had this idea that sparked. And I was like, you know what, let me start recording videos. So I just set up, a, a, you know, a tripod and my iPhone in my living room. And I started recording videos about, you know, like, how do you report insurance claim? What's my claim worth? How does this process work? Well, you know, things that I knew and that were very basic to me, but that I realized that my clients didn't know and my prospective clients didn't know. And I started posting those on my personal Instagram page, just right to everybody that I knew and already followed me, put that out there. And I started getting such good feedback and traction that I, you know, continue doing it, created systems and processes for creating and posting this content. And that's what allowed me to open my own firm. And once that happened, I started getting flood, just flood of DMs and, and messages and emails and calls saying, how did you do this? And how, how, how did you figure this out? How you just like posting on Instagram and all of a sudden you have a firm. I didn't even have a website. When I hit that first hundred days in my firm, I had a hundred clients. I didn't even have a website yet. So like, you know, social media was really powerful. I really built it up and I was getting all these messages from people saying, how did this happen? You know, like walk me through this. And I found myself, you know, the same answers over and over, same kind of voice message, same conversation. I was like, you know what? Let me make a podcast. Then I can refer people to that one recording. Right. And so it, that's where it kind of birthed from as I could share my knowledge, share my passion for business, as well as helping my clients at my law firm. Nice. I, I love the organic, you know, nature, how everything's grown, uh, you know, grown about and you've been able to kind of make that impact. And, and I think definitely, you know, I don't know if you would consider the law being a little bit more um, old school, so to speak, in terms of like how the marketing and everything, you know, happened. But I feel like as a result of the pandemic, like just about everything has been disrupted in some form, shape or fashion. And people aren't really sure what to do or how to do it. But I love that, first of all, you were able to execute on that to build your practice. But two, you're able to kind of take that information, that knowledge, all the success that you've had and be able to kind of help other people be able to have that same success. And it's funny that you mentioned old school because we are completely remote. We are 100% remote law firm located all throughout the U.S. and even abroad, some of our team members. And people are always flabbergasted when they ask me, oh, where's your office at? I'm like, well, I have a mailing address, but uh, if you want to stop by, no one's going to be there, <laughs> you know? Absolutely. And it's kind of like uh, what a Gandhi say, be the change you just want to see in the world. I think if you kind of are around the same people that are doing the same things and, the and you know, not looking at innovation or even just thinking differently about things and you don't realize that that could be um reality until you hear that you've been able to kind of do that and have so 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 much success doing it 
Right. And I agree. Awesome. So what would you consider to be what I like to call your secret sauce? This could be for your, your businesses, yourself, or a combination of both. But what do you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique? So as you know, I, I, we brand ourselves as a modern law firm. I always say that modern law firm, you know, like I said, we're 100% remote. So that's already very different from your traditional old school, big office with the staff and mahogany desks and a bunch of books. I don't even think I have any books in this room. So <laughs> we brand ourselves as a very modern law firm. And in conjunction with that, we're using very modern techniques and tools. I always preach to my team communication and efficiency. Like those are our two biggest values. And I think that's really our secret sauce is we're very intentional and strategic and very, you know, we focus on those values of being communicative. Like lawyers are notoriously terrible communicators. Like they're working the file, they're doing all this stuff. But I think that the culture of being an attorney is just like, oh, I have time to go to this hearing and this deposition, file this thing and draft this, that we're never actually telling the client what we're doing. And that was a big disconnect, right? Because you're getting calls from a client saying, I haven't heard from you in two months. What are you doing? You know, nothing's happening in my case. Well, actually, a lot is happening, right? So we've set up systems that make it super easy and simple for our team to communicate with our clients very consistently. So they know exactly what's happening in their case. They understand it beyond that, right? We have very simple education for our clients about what's going on, how it's affecting their case. And we're also doing that efficiently. So like I said, we have systems and procedures set up for communication. We have that for the entire firm to make it easy because if you're starting from scratch every time or you have to have the attorney review and do everything, you end up with a bottleneck or you end up with things that fall through the cracks and don't get done. So we use our communication and our efficiency as kind of like our secret sauce put to put together to create a client experience, which I'm, I mean, a lot of law firms don't even think about, right? And it just becomes a poor experience, really. So we that's our secret sauce is like crafting that client experience through communication and efficiency. Awesome, awesome. So I wanted to switch gears a little bit and ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? This is what I call thought shifting. And this has helped me in every level from, you know, before I even started posting, you know, marketing on social media to start my firm, before I started my firm, before I started hiring people, thought shifting has gotten me to where I am today. And and in a nutshell, this is kind of like a energetics manifestation principle, but, you know, I'm a lawyer, so we're going to put it in more type A terms. So thought (laughs) shifting is taking a negative thought or a negative belief or, or, you know, a negative thought or belief and shifting it into something that is more positive for you. And I don't mean blind optimism. I'm like, oh, it's a beautiful day. This is wonderful. Everything's working out. I mean, taking that, that thought of like, oh my gosh, if this client doesn't sign with me, I'm never going to make another client again. I'm never going to hit my income goals. And you say, wait a second, is that actually true? Or is that my, you know, my fear brain, my animal brain saying, oh my gosh, protect yourself. Because it usually is, right? You could switch that thought into, you know what? If this person doesn't sign, they, you know, just were not meant to be for my company. Maybe they don't align with us, but they're making room for the people that do align with us. So the people that we do want to serve that are going to appreciate appreciate us. And I can't wait for those people to get to us. So you can kind of shift your thought because, you know, we have all these emotions and thoughts that are running through our head all the time. So if we get good at recognizing them, we can then shift them into something more helpful. And while that might sound like a bunch of mumbo jumbo and like woo woo stuff, it does work even in a practical sense, because if you're spending all your time thinking about the negatives about this isn't going to work out, this is terrible. Oh my gosh, what if, what if, what if? And 
you're focusing on that, that's where all your focus is going to go. You're not going to see and recognize the good opportunities. And like when something presents itself, that's going to help you, you're not going to see it. You're going to say, oh my gosh, it's never going to work out. But if you're thinking on the other side, this is great. This is working out. It's all happening for me. And an opportunity presents itself or something happens and you're like, hey, I can take advantage of that. Or, hey, that's an open door for me. Then you're going in the right direction. You're focusing on what's good for you. So thought shifting has helped me so much. And this kind of goes back to principles that I learned in a book called Rich as F, F -E -C -K, mm -hmm. by Amanda <laughs> Francis. And it, I mean, that book, her work just changed my life. And she's, you can buy it on Amazon. Her audiobook is also great. I mean, that book kind of like sets the foundation for what I'm talking about. It, that thought shifting is the most basic principle in what I'm talking about, but there's a whole world of like energetics and, you know, mindset is what people call it. Although I think there are better terms for it that really will help you just in the very basic core, get to your goals and what you want to do. Cause they're pretty practical advice about time management and everything else, but really like it all comes down to you and how you think and how you perceive the world. Because if you don't see the opportunities and you don't see where you can act, you're never going to get anywhere. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. So what would you consider to be what I like to call a CEO nugget? So this is a little bit more word of wisdom or piece of advice. It might be something you would tell your favorite client, mention on your podcast, and potentially you would tell your younger business self if you were to hop into a time machine. Oh man, hop into a time machine. I feel like everybody would always say, you know, start before you're ready. But I feel like that is misguided advice because I think you need to be um, confident in your abilities, although maybe not confident, confident in your, in your, um, you know, execution. So when I was first like seriously considering opening my own firm, I was like terrified. I was like, Oh my gosh, like, what if I screw this up? Like what happens? Like, this is terrible. And you know, my fiance sat me down and he's like, what's the worst thing that happens if you fail, if you get no clients, what do you do? And I was like, well, I'd have to go back to get a job as a lawyer. And he was kind of pointing out there that, hey, okay, so the worst thing that happens is what you're doing right now. So your ability to actually perform the work is not in question. Like, you know what I mean? You're, you're, you're already able. It's like, do you believe in yourself enough to just go for the execution? So, you know, I, that whole like start before you're ready. It's like, wh when is that though? You know what I mean? What, what, what type of ready? I think the ready is like, okay, I have my abilities. I know I can do this in a sense, but I'm not sure if it's going to work out. So get confident in your in your abilities and then you'll be confident in your execution. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So wanted to ask you now my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. We're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on this show. So Brittany, what does being a CEO mean to you? CEO means being able to design a and run a company that has the values and integrity and the outcome that you wish to see in the world, in business, in your industry. I love that values, integrity, and outcome. And I, I think that so many times we can look at the work that we do and we can just get really kind of focused on, we're just serving this client. Um, we're just doing this case. We're just creating this whatever that we sometimes don't see the domino effect that happens from the things that we're doing. So what I want to do now was pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best people can get over you about all the awesome things that you and your team are working on. 
Yes. So I'm most active on Instagram. You can find me at lawyer.brit with two T's. That's L-A-W-Y-E-R dot B-R-I-T-T. Shoot me a DM. I actually have a workshop going on right now that is on demand. You can watch it anytime talking about how I create content and how specifically I create one week worth of content in one hour so that I can focus on the income generating side of my business. And that's how I built my seven figure law firm. Nice. I absolutely love that. And we'll be able to get that uh, through DM. Yes. Just DM me workshop and my team will get it over to you. Awesome. 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 And, and to make it even easier, we're going to have the links and the information um, in the show Perfect. notes as well, too, so that everybody can follow up with you. But definitely appreciate, you know, all the awesome things you're doing. Of course, the time that you took today. And again, you know, I keep talking about this reality. Sometimes we don't know that something's a reality until we hear and see that somebody's doing it. So I love that you're kind of, you know, trailblazing and reminding us of how important it is to trailblaze, too. So thank you so much again. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Thanks, Crash. You too. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Get your driven CEO gear at ceogear.co. Don't forget to schedule your complimentary digital marketing consultation at blue16media.com. This has been the I Am CEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.